Now, I have uh, something very special for you. Um, uh, new content. I'll use the new the, content. The, the, I'll, I'll use the vernacular of, of today's youth. <laughs> new content uh, written by our John. So now, for your listening pleasure, yes. we have the brand new story, Emancipation of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's right. As climate change caused a polar ice cap to melt, then the water to evaporate, a thick, opaque fog formed over the North Pole. Santa had never seen anything quite like it. Would it be possible on this night, Christmas Eve, to navigate through such hazardous conditions with all the toys of the world loaded in his sleigh? Or would he have to do the unthinkable and cancel Christmas this year? As he pondered the, the dilemma, an idea occurred to him, one that was, with no pun intended, quite brilliant. Santa left a toy shop and sauntered over to Rudolph's stable, where the oft-beaten and oft-ridiculed reindeer dabbed at a fresh cut under his left eye with a cotton ball smeared with antiseptic. Santa said, Excuse me, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Rudolph turned and faced Santa. Whoa! You talking to me, fat man? He asked. You talking to me? Santa hesitated, then nodded. Just so there's no misunderstanding, let me get this straight. You want me to help you. You want me to guide your sleigh way down with a shitload of toys through this impenetrable fog. Forgive me for asking, but what's in it for me? I ask because you've pretty much ignored me my whole life. Where were you when Common and Cupid kicked my ass and ground my face in a steaming pile of Yeti shit? Where were you when Dasher refused to include me in the reindeer poker game, even though my nose glows whenever I'm dealt a good hand? Where were you when those two queers, Dancer and Prancer, taunted and humiliated me and talked about blowing my nose? Well, I, um, I... Look, Rudolph continued, I can understand and deal with Comet and Cupid. They're assholes. They strut around here with MAGA caps on, for Christ's sake. It's the others I don't understand. Why does Blitzen, baked on mistletoe bong hits, bust my balls? Why does that sleazebag Vixen serve me up a fresh ration every chance she gets? She has to put up with Donner's wolf whistles, catcalls, and jokes about her giving a whole new meaning to ho, ho, ho. So you think she'd be more sympathetic. But no, no, no. That skank is as cruel as the rest of them. Okay, so my nose is red and it glows. So what? Is that grounds to be bullied, beaten, and ostracized? I really expected more from you, fat man. I really thought you'd tell them to chill out and accept me the way I am. But no. Instead, you turned a ruddy cheek, barked orders and commands at the elves, and drank eggnog and hot toddies until you passed out. So again, I ask, what's in it for me? I'll be accepted, loved, and allowed in the reindeer club? I'll no longer be mocked, picked on, or kicked in the balls? Guess what? After all this time, fuck them. I don't want to be in that club. I embrace my uniqueness. And as for you, Santa, you can suck a fart out of my ass. Stunned by Rudolph's rebuke, Santa meekly left the stable and walked back to the toy shop, wondering once again what to do about delivering toys this Christmas Eve. Not wanting to disappoint all of the spoiled and ungrateful children of the industrialized world, Santa realized that he only had one choice. Brave the elements and fly without Rudolph's guidance. He had made the flight so many times, surely he could make it blindfolded, which, given the weather, is what he would be doing. It wouldn't be that difficult once he got above Barbeau Peak, and the more he thought about it, the more confident he became. Who needs that prick Rudolph anyway? Besides, that bulbous glowing red nose gave him the creeps. 
Santa finished loading the toys and gathered the reindeer. He put on their harnesses and settled into the sleigh. He took the reins and bellowed, Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. And with that, they were off. As the sleigh climbed through the dense fog, Santa estimated their rate of ascension and calculated what angle of flight would be needed to clear Barbeau Peak's 8,500-foot summit. However, Santa hadn't factored in the effect the 10 pounds he had put on this year would have, nor the fact that the reindeer, now a year older, had slowed marginally as well. But the drop in speed and ascension wasn't drastic, so went unnoticed. Settling him back to enjoy the ride, knowing that once over the peak it wouldn't be long until they were above the fog, Santa belched out a most jolly, Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Before Santa could utter the last syllable, the sleigh smashed head-on into the rocky, ragged side of Barbeau Peak, a mere hundred feet below the summit. The boom the sleigh made as it hit the mountainside was deafening. The impact caused the batteries in the toys to burst, and in a matter of seconds, Santa and his reindeer were engulfed in flames. Children around the world, all of whom were looking skyward from windows and porches for a glimpse of Santa, impatiently waiting for the toys and gifts they were expecting, watched in horror as a fireball lit the night sky. They saw a fiery rain of broken toys and smoldering plastic cascade earthward and heard the agonizing screams and howls that issued from the maws of Slaymaster and Reindeer. As if in unison, the children of the industrialized world began a hysterical chorus of cries that melded into one long, excruciating wail of torment and anguish. Their collective pain and sorrow, however, was not due to the realization that Santa and the reindeer had perished. Rather, they wept out of utter disappointment that there would be no gifts for them this year. No Lego sets, no stuffed toys, no dolls, no Marvel action figures, no board games, no video games. No cell phones, no gift cards, no grumblies, and no erector sets. No scooters, no bicycles, no skateboards, and no drones. Even knowing that most of the toys received would, by the start of next summer, be discarded and forgotten, either boxed and stored in closets and garages, dumped on doorsteps of neighborhood goodwill stores, or flung into local landfills and dumps. It was their instant gratification that would go unrequited this year, and for that they mourned. But this was a Christmas story. And Christmas stories have happy endings. The tears that flowed from the eyes of the children of the industrial world rolled down their cheeks, formed puddles, then pools, then streams and rivers of turgid water. So much water that drought in Africa and Asia was relieved. The children's loss was a third world's gain, as crops grew where they hadn't grown in years. As for the people living on the mountainside of Barbeau Peak, who barely survived on the little food their barren environment offered them, they feasted joyfully that night on the cooked venison that fell like pennies from heaven under their cold, forbidding habitat. And although Comet and Cupid were somewhat tough and grisly, Vixen was particularly flavorful, as were Dasher and Dancer. Reindeer antlers have long been known to be a powerful aphrodisiac, and Donners and Blitzens, ground into a fine powder and mixed with wild root tea, proved to be especially potent, much to the delight and satisfaction of the elders of both sexes. And Rudolph? He and the elves enjoyed their merriest Christmas ever. Rudolph was rid of the torture and taunting he had endured his whole life, and the elves no longer had to contend with Santa's sour temperament, earn shit wages with no benefits, or work grueling hours. Together, they played and frolicked and partied until the early mornings of Christmas morning. As the fog lifted and the sun shone down warmly on them, 
Rudolph climbed onto the roof of the stable and shouted, Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty, we are free at last! Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch the Podbay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Podbay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The Podbay Door is closed and... Talent is out. Hey, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.